ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to This is episode 65. I am your host, Tej Butler. Uh, this is also the Gary Zimmerman, by the way, for 65, or James the Big Maple Paxton episode. So for all you Big Maple fans out there, shouts out. Sitting next to me, as always, Big Dill. Dill, how are you, my man? Doing pretty well today. It's a good old uh, rainy Thursday. Oh, yeah. It's approximately 9 o'clock right now. Petting the old kitty cat as we speak because she likes to be in here during the pods. Got a little golf in. 10 out of 18 holes this morning. Started raining. I believe these are some remnants from uh, Hurricane Hannah over in Texas. So we're just kind of getting that in our little globosphere right now. Sure. But uh, yeah, other than that, I'm ready for a good pod. Trying to do pod. some live action. Oh, yeah. Looking at two uh, beautiful human beings. So you guys get to listen to three. There you go. <laughs> Dozier from Cleveland. How are you doing, my man? Doing well, man. Cannot complain. Uh, just loving, uh, <laughs> loving that sports are coming back and all that. And uh, looking forward to talking about some of it here shortly. Absolutely. Well, uh, why don't we just get right into it? We got to warm up first before we get to our first quarter. But uh, this is an MLS-specific podcast. We're going to be talking a lot about FC Cincinnati, a lot about the MLS's back tournament. So I will kick it to you, Dill. I know you've got a fresh update here for us on one of those games. What do we got? Yeah, so right now at halftime, it is to 3-1 Union over the Sporting KC. Okay. So Philadelphia, 3-1 lead at halftime. So four goals in the first half is pretty wild, especially because the first couple, well, all of the uh, round of 16 games were pretty low scoring, uh, minus the LAFC games, right. which are always high scoring. Um, right. But these two teams in particular have pretty low scoring games, so for four goals uh, with the 3-1 difference in the first half is, uh, is pretty interesting. But... Looking to see how that second half unfolds. I'm sure it's going to be wild, especially if, you know, once some subs get in, um, you know, the 75th plus minute when whoever's losing at that time is really starting to press. Um, could potentially open up some open up some uh, holes for the other team. Sorry. Some, Absolutely. Wow. Right. I know. A little uh, live action as well. I'm not sure if you've got it on, Doge, but the... The Jazz Pellies right now. What a first game. Oh, tied up. I've got 6.9 seconds. Tight game right now. Right. Tie game. So, Doge, while we got you here, give me a little warm-up. Yeah, what's up? Hey, I mean, we just, just hinted at it a little bit, but it's exciting to have some NBA coming back now. So, MLB started last week. We've got three of the major leagues rolling here in America. Uh, really refreshing to see. Um, you know, if our if our hometown Reds can pick up the bullpen and figure some things out, uh, that'll be really exciting for them. But uh, you know, hopefully we can have football in the fall. And uh, actually, we've got NHL starting tonight too. So excuse me, four of the major leagues starting back up right now. So uh, some fun stuff to to keep an eye on, and just exciting to have live sports again. Absolutely, I was gonna say yeah, and I'm surprised Dill didn't go with the ice time for his warm up. Well, there might be a buzzer beater. Wow. In more than one ways tonight. Sure, sure, uh, sure. But yeah, Saturday, August 1st is when the qualifying games actually begin. There you go. Boom. I will, uh, I'll go quick warm up here. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, the moose is loose in Cincinnati. And don't you worry, 
He's here to stay for a little bit because he's not he's not sick. We thought he might have had COVID. He had to take a little day off. He had some symptoms. Yeah. Got to respect that. Chris Bryant came out and said he really respects Moustakis for doing that because it potentially hurt the team, but he's trying to keep everybody safe so we can actually have a World Series. So Yeah, no even, animals were harmed in the making of this film. What film? This film that we're talking about right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think so. The moose is not harmed. He's, he's yeah. a healthy moose. Yeah. He's a healthy moose. He's just hitting dingers. The moose is currently loose, and we're 2-1 and one with him in the lineup. Senzel as well. So I'm glad we've got the boys back. We're looking good. Let's see if we can keep rolling on these cubbies and take down the Tigers. I'm, uh, you know what? Let's just get into the first then. Let's move to the first quarter. We got FC Cincinnati, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off or just get right to it. We lost to the Portland Timbers here in awful fashion late at night in the wee hours of the evening in a penalty shootout to the Portland Timbers. Jurgen Lakadia steps on the field, scores a PK for us actually. Very promising. Misses another chance. Um, did this team meet your expectations, gents? Were there any adjustments you think we need to make to pull out this win? And like, just what's your general reaction? General reaction, excuse me, after this loss to the Portland Timbers. Doge, I'll swing it to you first. Yeah, so you know, I think we overall, especially after the first match where we got absolutely smoked by the the crew, you know, they definitely met or exceeded expectations after that first matchup. Um, you know, so they they rose to the occasion and kind of bought into the Opsom system and the way that they needed to play in order to have success against these teams. And, you know, then it started working, got the win against Atlanta, got the win against New York Red Bulls, yeah. uh, had a tie game at full time against the Portland Timbers. Um, but, you know, if I would have had to make any adjustments, you know, it would have been nice to see uh, Cruz and Lacadia in maybe a little bit earlier to try to give us that spark. Um, other than that, though, I mean, we, we performed well and, minimizing the threat uh playing the way that we did and you know it's unfortunate that we just weren't able to to pull it out uh and penalty kicks but um you know hindsight being 2020 i don't know how much you could really want to change uh besides just making a few more penalty kicks because we certainly had the chance there at the end i mean if you would have told me after we got shellacked by the crew that we would have been advancing out of our group one and we would have seen Lacadia and we would have just lost on penalties or at least that we'd have been going to penalties for a chance and anything can really hap- happen in penalties. Yeah. A couple questions. The only adjustment I would have made is in the penalties actually. I don't know if I would have had Waston take it. He is pretty stiff and I'm not sure he's the best penalty taker in my opinion. But I mean he could have also just nailed that upper 90 and we could be talking about this completely differently too. So um yeah. Otherwise, I thought the team looked great. I think we're adapting the Yop, you know, the Yop effect here. We're really, you know, looking after what he's putting down for us, which is really cool. Kind of playing to that formation where we hold it in the back a little bit and then counter strong. Um, similar to what you said, Doge, maybe a little more seemed young as well, along with Cruz and Locadia a little yeah. bit earlier, because he really seemed to control the game um, for us. Would have been nice, but those he guys weren't healthy. Good looks too. Yeah, he had a, that one shot. One off the post, right through the keeper's hands. I mean, like couple inches inside the other direction and you know, absolutely possibly three to one with uh Lucadia's missed shot at the very end in like the 87th minute you know that would have been you know two to one when uh Sam's shot yeah but, right you know maybe Lucadia because it's two to one doesn't miss that 
Sure, right, so, yeah. The Moe's got rolling yeah. with us, but... Either way, I really enjoyed our tournament, and I'm really looking forward to uh, what this team can bring here coming into the next season. So Certainly. Any other uh, quick little points here or thoughts about the Portland game before we move on? I mean, we really did look like we were supposed to win that game. I mean, like, for the most part, there were a couple times within the 90 minutes that it was uncertain that, like, okay, our team's starting to kind of fall apart here. We have some cracks that they're starting to fill in between. Um, But for the most part, I mean, we looked like the more energized team, the more focused and more motivated team, which I think is partially because Portland maybe kind of, like, yeah, Lewis is going to town out there, but uh, possibly because Portland um, kind of overlooked us. Yeah. They saw the 4-0 score at the beginning of the tournament, and thought that maybe the Red Bulls and Atlanta FC wasn't really um, a competitive team towards them in the sense of like, okay, well, maybe Atlanta and New York aren't very good either. Um, so with that, I mean, like, I was proud of how we played, but it kind of stings even more the fact that we weren't able to find a way to win. You know what I mean? Because we kind of, like, weren't given a real shot, but the fact that we were there and had a legitimate chance of winning that game. It kind of sucks that it went down to PKs, and unfortunately we know the result. But, um, I mean, it was exhilarating. I was wide awake the whole time. It made me kind of, you know, definitely perk up a little bit. Yeah, I definitely was wired after that game for sure. Right. But, I don't know. Tough loss, there's no doubt. Yeah, Would overall, been... good experience. Right. Man, I wish Lacani would hit that. Or Duplant. I mean, everybody had chances. It was great. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that offside call. Yeah, I don't know. Doge, like I said, 2020. Hindsight. 2020. Bad bad year so far. But (laughs) good tournament. Let's move on here. Hopingly, or hopingly, Jesus. (laughs) Hoping that 2020 can be a better year as we move forward. Hopefully, FC Cincinnati can return to play. So, after this roller coaster of these four games where we got whooped on, we had some, some big victories over some... Some big clubs. How do you expect F- FCC to finish in this MLS season? Do you believe in the op effect? And um, I'll just go ahead out and just say there's some rumors that we might be adding another player here before the end of the week. I'm not going to comment on who, but I believe they're saying it's going to be a center back from what Nykamp's son has hinted out. So that could be another little thing that we can add here. So how do you think the rest of the season is going to look, potentially adding some more talent? And then also just getting more time under Yop and getting healthier. Dill, I'll swing it to you first. I think if we were healthy this whole tournament, I think that we actually would have done much better, even though, like I just said, we weren't really expected to have much um, with Yop having his first four games now right. leading the team. Um, I think that kind of moving forward, this is going to bode well for us. Um, just kind of start winning, have, excuse me, start to have a winning culture. Um, and starting to have more competitive games where, you know, it might be a 0-0 zero to zero game going late into the game, but um, we're able to find that one opportunity that we need because we're, we have that solid right. uh, defensive half. Um, no doubt. Or we're solid in our defensive half, excuse me. So, I don't know, I think that Yop Stom definitely is starting to instill his play style, uh, more defensive heavy type game um, in the system. And I think that with our players, like we said before, on paper, we should be pretty good. And I think that if we were healthy throughout this whole tournament, we you know, would have had a better result. And I don't know if we'd 
beating the crew, but I think we wouldn't have gotten smoked like that. And I think that Portland, I mean, like I said, we have we had an absolute chance to win. Um, but it takes some of these learning curves and, and some of these growing pains to kind of get on the uh, top side of the mountaintop. So. No doubt. I think one thing that's been really encouraging, and I don't know if you've been able to say this about the other coaches, but it feels like every single game that we've had under Yap, we've improved. And whether that's we've just looked tighter on defense or we've had better understanding of where we're going to be on offense or whatever, we've just, every single game, we've looked a little bit more and more professional. And I don't know if that's going to continue. Um, obviously, you're going to probably hit a point where we can't look any better. But um, if we keep getting better game by game like this under Yop, there, I think we're going to be a really good club. And I think one thing that we needed to add or could add is some other depth on the um, defensive line, whether that is a center back or another kind of a wing back guy. Maybe we can get Joe Jow actually playing a wing position rather than the wing back, even though he did a really, really good job in this tournament playing that position. I think Gutman's pretty safe out there. I like him um, on that wing because he's a natural defender. But either way, I think that's something that we can add. So I really think FC Cincinnati is poised to make a good run here for, you know, maybe not the actual league cup but to make it to the playoffs here with the talent that we have especially if we're going to be adding some more so doge what do you think about what our team looks like especially if we're going to be adding some some talent under under yop here i certainly think that uh like you said teach that this is definitely a team that can make a run into the playoffs uh yeah you know we we started the season out with two losses and then the loss to the crew at the beginning of this tournament would bring us to three already but then uh, bagging those two wins against Atlanta and New York um, in our group stage uh, with those games counting towards the regular season, definitely helping out. So, oh, yeah. Uh, and with, <clears throat> excuse me, going in with, with two wins and three losses, you know, it's it's a decent amount of points, but I think, you know, kind of like we've been hinting at, you know, they're buying into the op system and uh, being able to understand each other and build up that team chemistry is going to be huge moving into the regular season and I think we're going to turn a lot of heads uh, compared to what people were really expecting um, especially if we get some some more acquisitions in um, but I, I like the way that this team is headed and I think we can give you know any team in the league a run for their money as long as we can play to our system effectively so I think they've got a good shot uh, moving into the regular season. It's such a shame that we had Columbus first because I'm sure everybody was nervous for the rivalry game it was our first game back to and it was our first game under Yop. I think if that was maybe against Atlanta or the Red Bulls, and I don't know if we would have lost that bad one because the crew were a pretty potent team or had a potent offense, but I think that our whole tournament would have looked a little bit differently in terms of just like how we moved forward. But either way, like I said, we've been building every game, and I think that you know whether we came out of this tournament with a bunch of losses and we, we built off of that or we did what we actually did, which was advancing and then having a really great showing against Portland where – I think we're all convinced if we had our full healthy roster for that full 90, we would have won that game at least two to one, maybe not more. So um, really promising and really exciting to see. And I think everyone's going to be really excited to see what this team is going to look like in that brand new stadium come next year if we have uh, fans for that, because I don't think we're going to. Maybe we'll have a couple here, um, but not everybody. So that'll be exciting next year when we get that new stadium coming in for sure. So, Doge, to your point, with those two wins, we're currently in the eighth spot. That's in the playoffs. Of the Eastern Conference. So, 
Atlanta and uh, yeah, that's New York. Big. New York Red Bulls and Atlanta were six and seven, so we're eight. And then okay. above, you know, obviously we have the rest of the teams and stuff. But um, so we're sitting eight right now sitting after two wins. Neat. Absolutely, those are big six points for sure. Huge. And those are clubs that if they get healthy later in the year too, especially Atlanta, like we would not want to see them again. So kind of nice that we got it out of the way, if you will. Um. <laughs> Any last points about what to expect from the season? Um, or, I don't know, any speculation on, on the guy? I know I've got a couple guesses or I've been hearing some rumors. I don't know if you have heard anything at all, gentlemen. But I'll let you uh, take the stage if you want to talk about hey, it. Hey, my rumors come from you, T. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> um, it's apparently, and I think we're going to get the news tomorrow, so you might be listening to this after we got the news, but uh, maybe before, and you'll be excited. Um, apparently it is going to be either Matt Miazga but all the signs, because he's a center back. Um, actually, I'll read the tweet that old, uh, I can't say his name, so I'm not even going to try. Nightcamp's son tweeted out, I think it's like John Watsky, so I just tried, but it's totally not that. Um, Jan Watsky, I don't know. Either way, follow Nightcamp's son. He tweets out hints about who we're signing all the time. He's a really good follow anyway. So last night, he tweeted, let's play hints. He tweeted out a book emoji which everyone is assuming is Reading FC in the in the Premier League. He tweeted out six plus feet, and then he tweeted out a red circle, which so everyone was uh, interpreting that to be someone who's from Reading, who's six feet tall, and accumulates quite a bit of red cards, is what people thought first. So that's where like, oh, Matt Miazga, he's got a lot of red cards, he's a center back, he's over six feet tall. But it's actually apparently leaning more towards this guy named Tyler uh, Blackett, I believe. Yeah, Tyler Blackett, excuse me. And he plays center back and left back for Reading. He's also 6'4", but the red circle might mean or might stand for the Manchester United training camp where he was uh, founded and was playing when he was like 16. So he came up in Man U, then played for Celtic, now plays for Reading. And he just left the team recently on a free, like, He's off his deal, so it would be a free transfer fee, so we wouldn't have to actually pay Redding for him, which is another really good little tidbit, which is why I think it's Tyler Blackett. And he would apparently come in and play the Deplon spot or maybe the right back for us where Joe Zhao was, so that would really be a nice little addition. And in the last two games that I saw that he played, uh, or at least important games that were had some articles about it, he was Redding's leading defender in terms of tackles and, like, big, uh, like, 50-50 balls, and he also was in the lead for like most passes like that were completed. So he's got some offense and some defense if it's him. And then Miazga is a guy who plays for the U.S. national team at center back and would be just another really good, tall, sturdy player as well. He did sure. come up in the Red Bulls team, though. He used to play for New York Red Bulls, so interesting there. Either way, really another nice piece to help bolster our defense for sure. You know, build that that wall that yop stom wall back there yeah so yep, i don't know stout. which guy would you prefer would you prefer the usa guy like that's gonna play for like in the world cup or do you want this other guy that we're gonna get for free that might play a little more right back have a little more offense potentially uh i like i like the sound of blackett yeah i think i think he's gonna be good big tall guy he's probably strong seems like yeah good with his feet 
I know. I saw a couple articles about how the Reading fans didn't want him to see him go because he was a really big part of their team too. So yeah. Those. What about you? Are you Miazga or would you be a Tyler Blackett guy? I think I would rather have Tyler Blackett. Um, you know, kind of like you were saying, if he's able to fill that Daquan hole, I think that was one of our weaker parts of our back line there. Uh, I liked having <laughs> Gutman on the left wing, uh, the left wing back. I liked having Joe Zhao on the right wing back. Um, but, you know, I think that would be a huge addition to have uh, another stable, you know, like left center back or something that you could totally. play in a position like Daquan was for this last game against uh Sorry, against Portland. Right. Um, I think that'll be a, a great hole to fill for us. Yeah, or maybe he can take uh, Joe Jow's spot once Vanderwerf gets back healthy. We could put Pedersen, Waston, and Vanderwerf back there, and then Jow could play that Stanko position a little more in the midfield, kind of more passes out that way. Because um, Stanko was good, but I think a little more offense there, if we can add Blackett, would be nice. But I think Miata could be really cool, too, to have some guy – who's going to be representing USA in the World Cup, but that also could be Joe Jow or some of these other guys. I don't, you know, If Joe Jow turns it up for your FCC, there's a chance he could get called up. So I think I'm going to root for Tyler Blackett and then Joe Jow getting called up if I can do that. But if, if it is Miazga, that'd be awesome. There's the off chance, gentlemen, that it could be Willian because there was a big MLS offer that was put on his desk recently this week. That doesn't mean he's going to accept it, but... It was at least slapped on his table, so yeah. you never know. We've got till tomorrow to, before we have to use our pick, so tomorrow I think will be the news about this. So we'll leave you with a little cliffhanger there for our halftime. We're going to move it on and talk about the MLS's back tournament after this, but uh, let's break it. Let's break it up here. Get a little break into halftime. I'll go. Uh, we'll give it. To, uh, I'll give it to you, Dill. I know you've been cooking up something here for the old SN. What do we got for the Cheap Seats Network here? All right, so it's relative to things picking back up, and uh, wow, it's a name of a human being. A little hint there, if you guys want to try to guess yourself. Doge, I've got it. If you don't, you got it now. Steve Nash. Got to uh, be Steve Nash. Okay, okay, okay. It's not. It's not a specific name. It's a name for a group of people. So, with that being said, where you can find the information for us for the Cheap Seats Network, <laughs> two things. Facebook and Twitter. Facebook, it's four words. The Cheap Seats Network. Okay? Network is uh, one word, so that's why it's four. Sure. Twitter, at the Cheap Seats SN. This is where it gets interesting. What does that SN stand for? It's not Steve Nash, because I, I gave up... I guess the declaration would not be a um, specific name. Sonic Nation. Doge, any anything you got? <laughs> no, dude. Let's hear it. Sports nuns. Sports nuts. Nuns. Nuns. Like you're a nun. Nuns. Yeah. So like, it's a group oh, of. It's a type of person. It's a group of people. I guess. A nun. Sports nuns. What, so, what, what religion is that? I'd like to join. <laughs> it's a new, sports it's a, nuns are just going around talking about analytics all the time. Yeah, it's a new type. But I think Doge has some information on the clubhouse. Wow. If you want to tell them about the clubhouse, Doge. You can find the clubhouse on Facebook at the clubhouse. 
And then on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at the same handle, clubhouse underscore TCSN. Once again, clubhouse underscore TCSN on Twitter and Instagram. So go ahead and give us a follow and, uh, and a like. Forward to, to posting some material to you guys soon. Absolutely. Yeah, we're trying to figure out this video stuff and haven't had much success so far. So I'm sure you're just listening to us, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming together. Trying to strengthen our Wi-Fi because I think our internet capabilities here they allow us uh, do not help generate a quality video. Yeah, we might need to like hotspot boost it or something. Who knows? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for you, the fans. But while we figure it out, bear with us here for a little bit. So we're getting a lot of requests to uh, have videos. So everybody keeps asking to see Doge and the swoops he's got going on during quarantine. It's incredible. It's like wings of an angel. Absolutely. Oh, um, you guys are too much. Let's move on to the third quarter, boys. Sure. The MLS is back, group stage. Let's just do a little recap here. I'll read the uh, the teams that we have and then the teams that are left, and we'll just uh, talk about biggest surprises, uh, you know, what we expected, and, um, you know, we'll, fourth quarter we'll do a little prediction here, so... Let's move on here to the third quarter. We got uh, Philadelphia Union, New England Revolution was one of the matchups here for the teams that advanced. We had Sporting Kansas City versus the Vancouver Whitecaps. Philadelphia Dufia moved on to play Sporting Kansas City. As you know, they're playing right now. Um, Toronto was defeated by New York City FC in their matchup. Portland, unfortunately, beat FC Cincinnati. As you know, New York City will play Portland here. On August 1st, your Saturday. Orlando beat the Montreal Impact. And the LAFC boys took down Seattle Sounders FC. And those two teams will be playing here later tomorrow. Excuse me, I thought it was tonight. That's weird that they have it all. They've got two on Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Well, it's probably more prime time. Good for them. Um, San Jose Earthquakes put a beat down on Real Salt Lake there, 5-2. to two. And Minnesota FC beat the Columbus Crew in PKs there to advance. And they will be playing on Saturday. So, just give me your reactions on who advanced still. I know you got, this looks like you got something in. Just like, was there any surprises for you? Just like that teams that advanced or that are still advancing, I guess. What, what do you have? So, just to point out real quick, I thought it was really strange how both games for the Crew and Cincinnati were one-to-one draws went to PKs, lost by two PKs, and I'm going to double-check here because I believe that both times they scored in the 70th, uh, 79th minute. So, oh, wow. Okay, well, technically it was the 79th and the 81st, but... Well, pretty similar. I mean, Yeah, pretty... so, I mean, like, the games were very similar, and uh, both lost some penalties... So I just thought that was that was strange, but I think the biggest surprise for me is how San Jose has been able to just put up points. They I mean, look like, so good. They just they them and LAFC. Um, I mean, if that that ends up is that a possibility for a matchup in the final? No, they would if they both won their next matchup. They would in play the in the old quarter there or, or the semi semi. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's going to be, be Philly versus. It's probably going to unless. Philly's gotten. Well, there's been a comeback. Philly is going to be taking on the winner of Portland versus New York City FC, and then 
it would potentially be San Jose versus LAFC if they both won. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there were that um, that many like huge surprises so far. I mean, like we all predicted these teams coming out of the group stages for the most part. And yeah, my Orlando City pick is looking hot right now. It's yeah, exciting. Yeah, Very exciting. they've looked really good. So I definitely think that probably one of the more disappointing teams. Um, oh, I got my disappointing team, dude. I mean, like Atlanta not scoring a freaking goal. Yeah, I mean that was disappointing, but I didn't. Like, ex- I didn't expect them to be good, honestly. Without, I just Joseph. can't believe that they couldn't score a goal, though. That's that's, I don't I know. Think... That's my only gripe with that. Like you can't find a goal in three games. Like that's regardless if you have your best offensive talent. I mean, they there, definitely. But, um, they got some VAR help against us for that. They probably scored. Yeah. Who? To know. me, the most disappointing team was Colorado. I I thought they were going to come out of their group, and they, I don't even think they got a point. So um, they were a bummer for me, but that's because they were just hot going in. I tried to ride the hot team. Thought yeah. that was going to work. They tied work. Minnesota. So well, there you go. Got one point. There you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, we all thought Philly was going to be good. We thought Sporting KC was going to be good. I guess Portland, New York. I mean, all these teams, yeah, we thought were going to be pretty good for the most part. I mean, Doge, is there any surprises that you had there? Yeah, or? yeah before I take one more. <laughs> I think San Jose's success was probably the biggest surprise to me. Especially yeah. with their five-two win over yeah. Real Salt Lake, them bagging that many goals, I didn't really see that coming from them. But um, other than that, I mean, NYC FC scraped out of their group and they were able to advance uh, as well. So good for them. I picked them to win the group and was so wrong, but they still actually made it to the next round as well. So good on them, I suppose. But yeah, I'd say that as far as surprises are concerned, I think San Jose was probably the biggest surprise for me. It's um, wild. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say it's wild that they like. I don't know. In my opinion, they like play their backup guys first, and then they're just like, oh, like 60th minute, here comes Wando, here comes. Oh my god, I can't remember their other guy. They have another guy who's incredible that subs in for them, too. And they just like bring in these super subs, and that's they score all these goals with those super subs too. But they also score with their like normal team as well. It's just I don't know. I feel like they really like have subs that make an instant impact. Obviously, Wando scored three goals or three games. Um, so I don't know. That's just something weird about them. And I know everybody's talking about how they defend a lot differently. Like where they actually man mark, I believe, where they like follow people around where they don't actually like zone defend like a lot of teams do. Like where you're the center back, you play in the center back. Yeah. So that seems to be working, but I don't know if that will work all season, but it's working in this tournament style. They all buy, they're all buying in at least. So I don't know. Did you have another point there, Doge, or do you want me to kick it to you, Dill? No. So the way that Vancouver gave up the lead against San Jose, being up three to one, uh, losing three to zero against Seattle, and then finding a way to scrape back against Chicago to have a two zero win mm-hmm. to get into the round of sixteen teams. Um, so that that was a surprising win for them, I feel like. And then they played pretty well against Kansas City, and they just lost in uh, PKs. So that's why Kansas City's playing Philadelphia Union uh, right now. So. I don't know. For me, I think Vancouver is a little bit of a surprise after getting pretty defeating uh, loss or having a pretty defeating loss against San Jose. Even though, obviously, we've said multiple times now that San Jose can score, but having a 3-1 lead up on a team pretty late in the game, um, first game out, I mean, that sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> so they bounced back pretty well after getting pounded by Seattle 3-0. So, 
any other show is going to tell you, it's like, sit here, have the same segment, and be like, FC Cincinnati, I can't believe they advanced. Like, can you believe it? Like, after their start, and they've got this yeah. new coach, like, but we're not, we're not, we're not surprised. We know that we know old Yop. We know what we got here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I very exciting after our first loss to come back and win there. I think another one that was surprising to me, and you know, not necessarily where they are, but like LAFC looks like it, they. I mean, this is just MLS, but they look like they can, could compete in any tournament right now. Like they, they just have all these guys that are so quick, and they're all on the same page and. Something that certainly is not the case with FC Cincinnati that they have is it feels like all 11 guys on their team can, like, just rip a shot from out the box and, like, just put it in the net. So They have some dangerous players. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're just – their team is just lethal. So that's something that's been kind of surprising to me. I didn't think they would be this ridiculous, especially without Vela. Yeah. And now they're going to get him back going into the year. So, I mean, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, no doubt. But – I don't know any other surprises on the negative side, if or po- or positive, real quick, Doge, Dill. If not, we'll move it on here to final predictions. I think we're uh, ready for that fourth quarter. Let's move it on. Fourth quarter here, boys. MLS is back. Finals predictions. So uh, kind of like we mentioned, looks like Philadelphia Union will be moving on, so there'll be an option you can pick. Um. Then you got Portland Timbers versus New York City FC in that matchup for that half of the bracket. And then the other half of the bracket is Orlando versus LAFC and then San Jose versus Minnesota. So um, who do you think will be representing each side and then who do you have winning this tournament? I will go first, boys. And I will say, oh, man, this is tough. Are you keeping your pick? I, that's exactly what I'm looking at, man. <laughs> I'm definitely putting the Philadelphia Union in the finals. They've looked like one of the best teams in this tournament. I'm glad we did not run into them. And you know what? Yeah, I'm sticking to my gun still. Why not? Call me out for it. Orlando City, I'm riding the Nani train. I'm going Orlando versus Philly. Orlando <sighs> loses to Philly. Philly wins the tournament. Wow. You stick to your guns, and then you left them. Well... Left them it's I just I, I was gonna pick Philly no matter what, but I think Orlando will get there. I, I'm ready for the dupe them, dupe the boys. That's a little Philly uh, support group there. Yeah, Philadelphia. They they might have shirts with that. Honestly, if not, we could send them some stuff. We'll, yeah, little ideas. Get some merch. Dill, all right. What what guns do you have to stick to? Okay, so I did say Philadelphia um, was gonna be one of the teams that. You know, I thought would advance through pretty solid defense play. So far, that's held up. Yeah, they've been netting a lot of goals, too. I think, uh, I think they'll get through this game. There's about 18 minutes left in regulation, and then whatever extra time they have for today. Well, they're up two, though. Yeah, they're up three to one, so they're looking pretty solid going into the uh, last, what, quarter of that game. Uh, so I'm going Philadelphia. On this side, I think it's going to be LAFC versus San Jose and just be a shootout again. Like I think it's going to be like, LAFC versus Minnesota because Minnesota is so defensive, and that's going to be a fun game because they play like we play. It's funny. When they play the way that we play, they're like, oh, this is so professional, such a tactical. They're so great. And then when FC yeah. does it, it's like, oh, man, these guys are really packing it in. They're scared of this team. Like, right. They can't produce anything on offense. It's like, like no, they this have is, to do this to win. This is a tactical move. This is how we play. Right. 
Yip yap stom. He's a big Dutch man. Like, calm down. So, Dill, come on. Um, so, I, I think I'm going to have LAFC and Philly. So, it's going to be offense versus defense. Defense wins championships. Dupe them. Philly, let's do it. I love it. Riding on Philly, boys. We don't need to put that bet in. Unless Doge is predicting something else here. Doge, who are you rolling with? What's the third man say? I agree. I think it's going to be Philly oh. uh, coming to their side. I think it's going to be LAFC coming out of their side as well. But I actually think that LAFC is going to wind up hoisting the cup at the end of it all. Okay. You know, like we said, they've got so many different dangerous players. And I think, you know, although they've given up a decent amount of goals, they're, they're able to bag so many away as well. And I think... Uh, you know, you bring out all the stops in the championship game, I think that they would have the edge up on Philly a little bit. So I'm going to take LAFC over Philly in the championship game. So if we all have these teams there, minus Orlando instead yeah. of LAFC, what is the alternate game out of the teams remaining that you guys might want to see? Like I, I said, which I don't know, because I really, I don't know, I think San Jose versus LAFC would be a lot of fun, but I really think the LAFC... Like, if Orlando's not going to advance versus Minnesota, it would be really cool to just see the difference of play there and how that would work. And then it'll be a little preview of, for us. Like, who controls like the tempo? What is it going to be like to go up against LAFC for us? Because yeah. I know we did that earlier this year, and it was no fun. Or was that last year? Uh, we have not we played. Not okay, 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 yeah. Either way, it was embarrassing when we went last year because we got smoked because they're super good. But We played there, too, right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. We Yeah, that was just like an overwhelming game, I feel like. If I remember correctly. Yeah, so I think it was like four or five nothing. Either way, it was not great. Yeah. It was a beat down, but I digress. Like I said, I think that'd be a fun matchup to see. I think the these are all really fun matchups just in the, the quarterfinals here with Philly, Kansas City, New York, Portland. Like those are all good good games on especially the other side as well. Dill, what's your matchup game that you were looking for that you might not get? Kinda like you're asking me. So, I think it would be fun to see Orlando and San Jose. Yeah. Just because I think Orlando's been fun to watch. San Jose's been fun to watch. And, like... Hey, that might be, like, 6-6. Six, six. Like, PKs. LAFC, like, not that I don't want to root for them, but they're just kind of, like, the easy pick, I feel like, almost. And I just want to see somebody else other than them because it's like, dude, if you guys win this tournament, you don't even have your best player, like... A, what the hell? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> right. Like, give some other teams a chance. So, um, let somebody else, you know, hoist the uh, hoist the cup. Oh, yeah. Um, Doge, any matchup that you're looking forward to that even though you might not have predicted it? No, I was going to say the same thing as Dill. Um, yeah, you know, that'd, if, if that'd not, be fun. If it's not LAFC against Philly, I think it would be fun to see San Jose against Orlando, so... You know, I'd be happy with any matchup going into that cup, honestly, just to have a cup to watch. But uh, yeah, of the teams that are left, those would be fun matchups to watch, absolutely. Uh, San Jose versus Orlando or Philly versus LFC. For sure. I think um, I think there's a little rivalry between uh, – oh, no, that's Toronto and New York. Never mind. Excuse me. Disregard. Um. Yeah, either way, it's going to be a great tournament. I'm looking forward to it wrapping up. But uh, like you'd mentioned, Doug, there's a lot of other sports tuning in right now, so they got a lot to compete with here as this wraps up, which is actually really exciting. 
yeah. having to go to the TV <laughs> and going, huh, which sport do I want to watch tonight? Yeah. Not, which old game do I want to throw on, or what episode what of... classic. You know, or what movie have I not seen that I want to watch? So, yeah. very exciting. I do hope that they do this again outside of the coronavirus year. I personally hope that they do this, maybe not with the bubble, but every single year. Like, yeah. just to start off the year. The MLS is back. This is the tournament to start the year. Yeah. Like how they do the, uh, was it the FA Cup in Europe where they like play like all the like England teams that play each other, I believe. I gotta look at that. Yeah, I think they do that kind of throughout the year though. Okay. So kind of like how you get like weekday games where you would play Champions League. Right. You may have some of those just kind of throughout the year. Um, Okay. That's kind of like. But that's kind of comparable to like the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, that's not like that's not what I would envision or want this to be. I'd rather I want it to be all condensed like it is right now. Right. Like maybe less. I don't know. I don't know how they do it either way. Um, it'll be fun and hopefully they can repeat it like you're saying, Dill. Let's move on here. Yep. Buzzer beaters. Wrap up the show. We had a good one for you. Um, I got the hot hand. I'm going first, boys. You got no decision Where here. Do you want it? Oh, I'm taking it, and I'm backing them down, just okay. slowly from the top of the key. Back them down, back them down, back them down, back them down. Shimmy, shimmy. Shalom. Kobe fadeaway. Nets it. Tom Thibodeau, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. Hired by the New York Knicks, big-time five-year deal, adding more legitimacy to that franchise finally. So they got worldwide West. They've got, uh, oh my god, I can't remember that. Uh, Leon Rose. I was like, how can I not remember that guy's name? Um, they've got those two guys there. Now they've got Tibbs, who's a great coach, and he's done some things with some young teams before. That Derrick Rose team, they were, I know they had some veterans, but they were young with Derrick Rose, with Jimmy Butler as well. That Minnesota team with Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins. So he might be able to develop these guys, but he's also known for running some guys into the ground too, a la Luol Dang. So... Interested to see what he does with R.J. Barrett and uh, Mitch Robinson and the boys, but I'm glad for the Knicks. This is exciting. It's not somebody um, that I would have expected them to sign, but I thought they missed out on the opportunity to get Kenny Atkinson. I think he would have been really great for them. He's really good at developing young talent and building a team and an identity. He's also from the Brooklyn area. So I think they missed there, but Tibbs is a big name, and he can attract some big stars potentially. I'm not sure if Kenny Atkinson's... Name actually does that, considering two stars wanted him gone. But either way, big time for Tibbs. I know he's a big part of the Celtics championships back then. One of the best defensive-minded guys out there. So really uh, excited to see him back in, in the league. Dill, where do you want your buzzer beater, bro? Just give it to me on a... Uh... I'm just going to take the ball up the court. You just, you're just taking it up. All yeah, right, I'm fast break. Take, yeah, I'm taking the ball up right now. I'm going for the slam dunk. I need Hunter I Renfro I want, I want. on the Tampa Bay Rays to hit a home run right now. Oh. Down 2-1 to one in the ninth against the Braves. We need to keep this yeah, keep the record going. going. Um, but shout out to the Indians and the Rays for having a pretty good start. They were 4-1, both lost last night, so sitting at 4-2. Like I said, the Rays are uh, down 1 in the top of the ninth. Runner on first, just singled, and one out. Indians are currently up 2-0 on the 5-1 Twins. So, that's top nine. Having some good baseball so far. Sure. Even though the Reds haven't really showed up every single game. But, well, their bullpen has not showed up Starters have showed up, dude, for sure. Yeah, which we talked about how they have a pretty solid starting rotation. Looking at you, Wade Miley. You need to get better. 
I mean, he's had tough start. What do you mean? Yeah. So the Moose wasn't in town. The Moose is a clubhouse <clears throat> guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, just a little baseball and ready for the Tampa Bay Lightning to start up here. I believe it was August 5th for their first game. Okay. 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 Let me see. You're going to be able to watch that, right? Yeah, every single game is on NBCSN. And, oh, the Lightning's first game is August 3rd. Excuse oh, me. Man. Against the old Capitals. Oh. August 5th is against the Boston Bruins. They're going to lose that one. So, man, I'm ready for some Lightning hockey. We This was our year before <laughs> this whole shit happened. I don't know whose year it is now. Boston Celtics year, baby. Doge, it's your year. <laughs> Your buzzer beater. Your time to shine, big guy. Where you want it, bro. End the show. I'll take it, dude. Right at the top of the key. We're going to bank it home. Ooh. Calling bank. bank. Okay, this better yeah, be money. Uh, I'll go with a little ice time, Bill, and I'll I'll shout out the, the Blue Jackets that won their, their game back tonight against the Boston Bruins 4-1. So wow. Just as we were recording this, so shout-outs to the, the Ohio team, Blue Jackets, and getting that W. Yeah. And uh, hopefully more to come from them. Always excited to see them when they're good. So. Very excited. Are we going to do any honorable mentions for the Florence Y'all's mascot? We can. <laughs> they never changed the mascot, though. It was the same mascot from when they were three. Yeah. Remember saying, like, I just... The Y'all star? Yeah. He's the Y'all star. What a wild guy. <laughs> So that guy's a trip, dude. For people yeah, not... That was, the same, that was the same mascot when I was there interning. Uh, just a big old water tower going around scaring kids. For people unfamiliar His with the eyeballs, situation... eyeballs, dude, are very bizarre. <laughs> people who are unfamiliar with the situation, when you're passing through Kentucky and you're going north... Well, I guess you can probably see it's going south as well. <laughs> there's a giant... You can only see it going north. Well, I didn't know which way the, the water tower actually points, but the... Huge Florence Y'all water towers. Just when you're heading back from Florida on a 16, 18 hour trip and you see that, you know you're close to home for us Cincy boys. So, those you live down in that area, probably not the same as far as the only 40 minutes to go, but. No, it's, uh, it's, oh, we're at the mall now. No, yeah. but there's the, uh, this huge water tower right outside the Florence Mall where I grew up in Kentucky. Um, it used to say Florence Mall, then they said you can't advertise businesses on, on the city property, so they changed it to Florence Y'all. Unbelievable. And, uh, it's been that way ever since, and the minor league team that used to be called the Florence Freedom actually just this year changed their name to the Florence Y'alls, and their mascot is the Water Tower, and he's called, Ridiculous. He's called the Y'all Star. He is a Y'all Star. Ain't no, ain't no mistake about it. Yes, quite the divine creature. That was a good uh, team buzzer beater. I'm glad we all banged it up. No, nope, I'm stealing the inbound. I'm on it. I'm ending with the real sports oh, one. Oh, we got another one. A little extra buzzer beater. <laughs> we five buzzer beaters. Well, dude, I can't let this go. Bill Bull, Bill Polian, hot seat. Put him on. Roast him. Joe Burrow is gonna struggle. He's so far behind right now. Bill Polian. Response from Tyron Matthew. That's the same guy who who said he wouldn't draft me. Because I wasn't a leader, and I'm one of the highest paid players in my position. Let's go, Joe. That's also the same guy that said Lamar Jackson, current MVP, number one in the NFL top 100 rankings. We'll talk about that some other time. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Said he should be a wide receiver. So I really don't care what Bill Pulling has to say. And 
you know, he may have run the Colts, and that might have been easy to do when you got Peyton Manning, don't you think? Well, can he even catch? Like, is he a good wide receiver? Lamar? Yeah. I have no idea. Then why are you saying that? I just, it doesn't make any Because, I mean, he's fast, but, like, that doesn't I get make any it. sense. I know why he's saying it, but, like, it's rhetorically, stupid. why are you saying that? It's dumb. So, Joe Burrow, we are expecting big things from you, but if you do struggle, it's not going to matter to us, but we're going to have faith in you, unlike Mr. Bill Polian. Doge, just a quick thoughts on Bill Polian and his statements about Joe Burrow definitely going to struggle this year. He's beat. That's all you got to say. He's beat. Bill, Three words. He's beat. Go back to running the AAFL. Mm. That didn't work, did it? That's probably why he's saying all that stuff about Joe. He just wants him to join his league. Interesting. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. This has been a fun show. We've, uh, we've had some technical difficulties like we've mentioned. We've had a couple pods that are in the phantom zone that were recorded and are no longer with us we had a live show that went and and then was gone um but either way we're working out some video stuff it's going to be exciting it's coming to you soon and we appreciate you bearing with us and staying tuned for this episode so uh thank you for listening thank you for being on dill thank you guys this is great it was fun being back absolutely thank you doge as well good luck thank you boys and uh once again thank you for listening we appreciate it this is the The Clubhouse. clubhouse